Remarkable Results Radio Podcast. Now, listen to a slice of wisdom, a concept, a sentiment, a theory, and maybe even a rant from one of your industry colleagues. For the record... Welcome to For the Record, episode 21 with Bryn Klein from Assured Auto Works. Hey, Carm Capriato here. And in just a moment, Bryn Klein has a very personal observation and a challenge for you on mentoring. Hey, glad to have you engaged with the For the Record podcast series. If you're listening on desktop and you'd love to be mobile, hey, it's easy. If you've got a favorite podcast listening app, just search for Remarkable Results Radio and subscribe. Or go to your app store on iOS or Android and download my own listening app. Again, just search for Remarkable Results Radio and download. Hey, the views and opinions expressed are those of my guest and do not necessarily reflect the views and opinions of the authors, sponsors, associates, or affiliates of LSTN Media, LLC. For the record, is sponsored by the RemarkableResults.biz books page. Hey, you've heard that leaders are readers, so if you'd like to pick up any books that we talk about on the podcasts, find them on the books page. Brink Klein says we solve a ton of problems inside the industry if each of us found someone to mentor or to mentor you. Bryn explains the value he sees in having the right person believe in you and help you find your strengths. A from-the-heart discussion from Bryn to you. Bryn Klein's talking points and links to his previous episodes can be found on this episode's show notes page at remarkableresults.biz slash F021. Yeah, I'm giving away some cool podcast swag, a collector's coffee mug and mouse pad in early December 2018. To enter, go to remarkableresults.biz slash swag. At the end of Bryn's rant, listen for the password. Okay, here's Bryn Klein for the record. Good morning, afternoon, or evening. This is Bryn Klein, and I would love to share some thoughts with you today. I'm going to share a story to start. I once knew a young man named Daniel LaRusso who moved from New Jersey to California. I'm not sure exactly what part of New Jersey he moved from or what part of California he moved to. I do know that there were some beautiful people in California when he arrived. So there was whatever party was from, uh, it was a part that had beautiful people, lots of beautiful people. But uh, he made this move with his single mother during his mid-teens. And for any of you that have made a big move like this, you know how big of a deal it is, especially in your mid-teens. But Daniel's son had uh, best of intentions. He planned to make the best of it. He was in good spirits, but uh, which is great. Uh, but as soon as he arrived, he, he decided he was going to check out, he was going to investigate his new neighborhood and uh, check things out. So he did. Unfortunately, Daniel's son ran into a group of young men who really didn't like Daniel's son. I'm not sure exactly why. I'm not sure if it's the new kid uh, deal, you know, or if it's some kind of territorial thing, or if it was just they didn't like the spring in a step because Daniel's son did walk really strange. He walked kind of weird. This was bad, you know, to make a big move like that in your mid-teens and get into town and immediately have these guys that just want to make your life miserable. And then he did so. They beat him up a couple of times even. Um, It was bad. But fortunately for Daniel's son, um, it wasn't all bad. He did meet a couple really cool people. He met a young, attractive young lady that um, certainly Daniel's son appreciated that relationship. But the one worth mentioning is Daniel's son met this cute uh, little... Japanese guy by the name of Mr. Miyagi. And that was the important one. That was 
that was really, uh, Mr. Miyagi is what Daniel's son needed. Uh, he was a really awesome guy, soft-spoken, super wise, and super organized. I mean, this guy, his realm, his household was just gorgeous. And Daniel's son learned a lot of great life lessons from Mr. Miyagi. You know, he was there to teach him those and he was there to advise them and he was there ultimately just to be there for Daniel's son during this tough time. And it wasn't only about catching flies with chopsticks, although I'm sure there's some deep-rooted metaphor there that was real, life-changing, life-guiding type of relationship. If I were to categorize this relationship in any way, I would say the best way to do so is call this a mentor-type relationship. And that's where we are. This is the point of this. Um, When I was thinking about mentors, uh, this was really the the one that that popped into my head. This is the one that I think is one of the best uh, representations of that type of relationship. Now, fast forward many years and... Uh, we're talking about this year now, 2018. I was fortunate enough recently to be in CARM's studio for the live CARM cast that took place this year at Apex. And the great Bill Haas was talking about how our seasoned veteran technicians are not guiding and mentoring our next generation technicians very well. More often than not, it's not happening. And in his mind, he felt that it was because they felt threatened. And um, ultimately, whatever they taught the next generation, um, while they were still there, it would it would mean something's going to be taken from them. They're going to make less money. They're going to be less relevant. Whatever the case, they're threatened. They're not mentoring. They're not guiding. I agree with that wholeheartedly. I believe that any of us that have worked in the bays have seen this firsthand. It doesn't always happen, but it's it, it happens a lot. And it's not just older technicians with new generation technicians. It's just in general. There's not a lot of, uh, there's not enough encouraging. There's not enough guidance. There's not enough mentoring. What I would say is that in my last few years, what I've recognized is that it doesn't stop there. Although there's some great mentoring that is happening, there's not enough. My last few years uh, getting involved more uh, in the industry uh, on a larger scale and looking at the big picture, one thing that I've recognized, which doesn't take long to recognize, is that we have a lot of work ahead of ourselves. Uh, but I've also recognized there's we're not taking advantage of enough of these mentor-type relationships. One of the buzzwords that's going around, I would say, is secret sauce. And I believe that... These types of relationships could be our secret sauce. These type of relationships could really allow us to work through some of the, 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 the issues that we're trying to resolve. If nothing else, what I would ask you to do is stop and think about everybody that's in your life. And think about... Out of those folks that you know, especially the ones in the industry, but it doesn't have to be in the industry, it could be anywhere, because these types of relationships are that powerful. Think about all of the people that you know, and think about, is there anybody there that you could guide, that you could help to see their true potential? Is there anybody there that could 
guide you and help you to see your true potential. Now, again, there's a lot of great sharing and of knowledge and there's a lot of great volunteering that's happening in, in our industry and I really appreciate those things. Uh, to a large degree, I love this industry because of the amazing people and the amazing leaders in it. But think about if if we were to get more formal, if we were to have more of these or encourage more of these relationships, think about how much we can get done. Think about how many lives we can change for the better. It would it would be amazing, in my opinion. I think that it could be our secret sauce. I think it could be a game changer. And I'm just going to stop here right now and tell you that I, I would want to occur, encourage you to consider doing so. Now, I'm not suggesting this is easy. I think looking for a mentor or looking for someone to mentor is not much different than trying to find a best friend. It's not easy. And not you can't mentor just anybody. And, you know, you can't expect anybody that's successful to be able to mentor you. I think it, the relationship has to work in that way. But I think it's important to try. And it has to be done carefully because if you were to approach someone that you feel like might be a good fit for you, uh, someone successful or, you know, at least somebody that you feel that could help you to grow as a person and help guide you and help help you to f reach your full potential. They may not be at a point where their life that they can do that. So I would encourage you, first of all, if you're looking to find someone to mentor you, is to really uh, market yourself as somebody worth investing in making sure that whatever it is that you're doing that you're recognizing that you're marketing yourself that you're trying to you're just imagine somebody is watching and do your best but it, once you recognize those individuals you know just start building and working on that relationship and and see if it naturally occurs you know i mean it's going to be tough it's going to be a, a balance of kind of trying to push your way in there, uh, but not being, not straight up asking them. But you could straight up ask them. But ultimately, I'm afraid in some cases that that relationship may be strained if they're not able to. Again, it's complicated. It's not going to be easy. But I think that we need to work on it more. Uh, and it goes the other way. If you're somebody, you notice somebody that you feel like you could help to really guide Pay attention, you know, um, reach out to them. See if you can't do so. Help them. Um, and I'm talking about, you know, slowly building something to where it's formal. It's not just reaching out once in a while and checking on them. It's being there for them a good deal. Really guiding them through their careers and their lives and helping them be the best person that they can be. Now, I'm going to leave you with a couple things here. One... When I looked at uh, definition of mentor, this is what I found. A mentor is an experienced and trustworthy advisor. Now, although that I agree with that, I just don't think it does the, those types of relationships that it doesn't do the word mentor any justice. So I, I looked up a couple quotes I'd like to share with you. One is by Bob Proctor, and it says, A mentor is someone that sees more talent and ability within you than you see in yourself and helps to bring that out of you. 
Now that's that's pretty dang good right there. I think that that really does um, help to explain what that type of relationship can do for you. The next one is John C. Maxwell. The best way a mentor can prepare a leader is to expose him or her to great people. Now this one was big for me. Even outside of a formal mentor-type relationship, introduce your friends. Introduce people to your friends. Introduce your friends to leaders that you might know. That type of networking is huge. And there's not much better you can do for somebody is to is help them to make relationships, I think, is huge. I, I think of that. I think of Jim Morton. When I first got to know Jim Morton, he it was clear um, that, that was he was so selfless in that way. He'd made it a high priority to make sure he introduced me to everybody he knew. It was at Vision, Kansas, uh, I think a few years back, and I really appreciated that. That's a big deal. The last one is something that I uh, came up with. By mentoring someone, your legacy will not only be tied to your accomplishments, but also live on through their accomplishments as well. Final here, if not you, who, if not now, when? Listen, the takeaway here obviously is mentoring. I'm confident that more mentoring, that we're not tapping into that. I think it can be huge and it could really help. Think about the people it could help. Even on a bigger picture, think about what those types of relationships could do for our industry, how much we could get done. If we could build people up and really let them see and, and reach their true potential, how much those individuals can get done, how much they can, we'd have rock stars everywhere. Let's get serious about it. Thank you for your time and attention. Hey, thanks, Brian. And the password to enter for some podcast swag for the month of November 2018 is learning. Go to remarkableresults.biz slash swag and enter. Thanks for listening to For the Record from Remarkable Results Radio. Subscribe to the show on your favorite podcast listening app. Find all Remarkable Results podcast content at remarkableresults.biz.